Will Ric Flair have a dirty trick for the icon? Could FTR topple the BCC? And Daniel Garcia stakes his claim for the TNT Championship. But will he be successful? All that and more on this week's episode of Grapple Sauce. Hit it, Dave. Hey, Daver here. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, this guy's Chad. And Chandler's back as well. It's been only a week, but it feels like a year. How we been, boys? Pretty darn good. How about you? Good. I can't believe it. I missed Collision. Who would have dunk? Yeah. Um, but I kind of thought about it. I think AEW as a whole, Tony Khan, everyone got a little breather. Oh, like, yeah. It was probably good and refreshing for them uh, to have that. Uh, I did miss Collision, too. Uh, really, really uh, look forward to that every week. Uh, but, yeah, it felt kind of a, like a empty void <laughs> not having it there. A little one. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, they're uh, back at it with uh, Dynamite coming from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I believe it's Dynamity. Just wanted to put that out there. I, I I don't know what a dynamite is. I think it's dynamity. Dynamity calamity. Oh, Tony Khan, change it now. Uh, yeah, yeah, fun stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. Before we get into our uh, review of Dynamite, do we want to talk about any uh, wrestling news? Uh, anything going on in the? Uh, in our neck of the woods? Uh, I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I was not able to watch Dynamite until really late today. So I don't know the whole story. But apparently Hangman Adam Page was injured tonight in the main event. Does anyone know what happened? There's some uh, conflicting reports, right, Chad? Yeah, yeah. It depends on who you listen to. But um, yeah, the uh, the Wrestling Observer says he says yes. And uh, Sean Ross Sapp says... Uh, it's just a shoot, brother. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Of the two biggest, I would say. I mean, I know we're number three guys, but the two biggest wrestling news sources, and they're like, ah, we don't know. So I I don't know. I didn't really see it. He looked like he was wrestling a little slow, but that could have been just him taking it easy or him selling it, you know. By God, maybe these guys are selling. So I hope he can make it to yeah. the pay-per-view healthy. Uh, yeah, apparently when he flipped over uh, and landed from the uh, reversal of the muscle buster is when it apparently happened. Uh, he rolled out of the ring, clutched his ankle, and some people are even saying he yelled at the cameraman not to film him because it was broken. So uh, <laughs> uh, kind of the latest before we uh, kind of went on the air and uh, kind of talked to Chad, uh, it could be that Hangman has some kind of personal uh, conundrum going on and he needed an out in case he couldn't make the pay-per-view. Oh. Uh, which makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Uncle Dave, Dave Meltzer says hurt. 
Uh, Sean Ross says no. Uh, hey, who knows? Could be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> whatever's going on. Of course, I hope that these guys are okay. So I hope Hangman Adam Page is okay and whatever's going on, he's able to fix. And if he can't make the pay-per-view, you know, it's awful, but... You know, he's got bigger things going on. So I'm glad that he's able to take care of him, hopefully. Um, but yeah, gosh, that's awful if he is hurt or if it's something personal that he's got to deal with. That sucks. So hope yeah. he can take care of it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, whatever's going on with him. Uh, you know, I would prefer for him to be at Revolution. Mm-hmm. But what I want... <laughs> really doesn't outweigh some you know other things that could be way more important yep. <laughs> yeah i'm sure either way swerve was gonna go over so Ooh, Ooh you think I, that's risky because i was thinking joe will at least retain but if hangman page can't make it i think you gotta put that title on swerve like change your plans brother yeah 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 uh yeah i think i think man joe's got to retain that that baby uh it'll be that much more big of a moment for swerve a little later uh but yeah just my opinion uh yeah i can't see him pulling the trigger on on that we'll see now you know uh (laughs) I don't know about AEW news because it's like mostly just stuff we talked about last week. Like Okada's definitely coming in. They've already announced big business, so we know about Monet. But if we're talking about the other side of the pond here, Double Double E have got a pay-per-view this uh, weekend. And it's like the most predictable pay-per-view ever. It's crazy. There's only four matches on it, which (laughs) is fine when it's the Rumble, right? Because the Rumbles take a long time. But the Elimination Chamber is not the Rumble, mister. So they kind of add, they need like one more, but it's too late. They never add matches on the last week. But it's like a tag team title match. Rhea Ripley, because she's Australian, she'll have a big title match. And then the men in the women's chamber match. And that's it. No Grayson Waller? Oh, the Grayson Waller effect. Okay, I forgot about the little talk show. That might make a match, but. uh, He's from them parts too, yeah? He is. He's a bloody Australian. I actually uh, like him, but they don't ever do anything with him. But he, he's funny and entertaining, and he wrestles well like when he can. But there's a lot of other bigger fish in that pond right now, so he's just kind of right. left by the wayside. How long will it be then with only four? Probably like three hours or so still. Cause that what remember what I was saying with the peacock ads, they'd stretch it out. So I I bet it'll still be three hours, but it's at two AM for us specific Northwesterners. Can you believe that? Ooh. Ooh, awkward. Mm-hmm. So even on, on the live pay-per-views, they have ads. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the interrupt just, yeah. the picture. They won't they don't interrupt like the wrestling. Like you'll watch a whole ass match. And then it'll be like two minutes of ads. Yeah. And then yeah, and then it'll it's... be like five minutes of WWE ads, two minutes of actual ads. Yeah, it's formatted very well, so it doesn't like interrupt the uh, interrupt the flow of the show. But it's still kind of like I'm paying for a service. Why? Why is this ha- a thing? So you could pay even... more for the no ads. So even for the people that 
pay that i i couldn't okay i've started watching the wcw pay-per-view uh halloween havoc 97 and an ad popped up i'm like all right can't do this so i upgraded to the other one will i have to see ads during a live pay-per-view i don't think so you'll so what they cut is the hype packages so i don't see hype packages anymore which i'm actually kind of disappointed yeah hype packages are the best part but and of course especially wwe hype packages like they could take any feud and make it look good i bet they'll take jimmy and jay going into mania and they'll make it look like a blood feud even though it's not but yeah so that's probably the that's like the worst thing you could cut for the ads oh man i'm sorry i got I can't believe that, but any, I mean, I can, but I, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, watched, I watched the Rumble. The next thing I'll watch is WrestleMania. That's like the best part. Like, I don't have to watch anything because their hype packages are so good. It catches you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'll watch, uh, I'll watch Chamber after the fact if it's good because I really want to, like, like if Drew has a tear in the Chamber, I want to see that. But there's not many matches that I'm like super stoked about. Yeah, I think last time I watched Chamber was when Shayna Baszler had that badass tear in it. Ooh, that was a good one. Did you not watch last year with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns? I did not. No. Ooh, that's a good match. It's a really good match. Everything else is fine, but that's a really good match. What do they have Cody doing? That's that uh, Grayson Waller guy we were talking about. He has a talk show, and so it's going to be him and Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins is basically telling Cody... You don't have a plan with this Roman Reigns match. You need help. I can be your help. I'll be your shield. Ooh, yeah. He said the thing. And then he turns on Cody. God, no. No. If this lasts until 41, I won't make it that long. I won't make it that long. Uh, Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, Any other WWE... uh, news or rumors rock is full heel now i guess that was a good segment yeah i haven't seen it but i mean i like the rock's heel work and i like it feels like he's going into it hard so that's better than the rudy tootie booty we've been getting for years so he felt he felt full on uh hollywood rock heel like it was really good maybe it's because he doesn't have a hollywood to fall back on hey yo got him bomb after bomb mm. uh poor guy <laughs> at least or he, he's playing the game all right he's like the most yeah. high he's like the highest paid actor i'm not i don't feel that much pity no 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 yeah, it's been a long time since he's only had seven dollars in his pocket mm-hmm. um Cool, yeah. Uh, one little bit I wanted to uh, bring up was uh, AEW hiring Jennifer Pepperman. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently a Emmy Award winning uh, daytime television writer, worked for WWE. Uh, I My gut tells me that this should be a good thing. It, it should mean that Tony Khan <laughs> can, you know, give away some of the booking power and writing and storytelling, you know, to someone else, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
yeah, uh, I'm not against having writers in wrestling. I kind of, when AEW started, I'll admit, like, like, oh, AEW doesn't have writers. They, the wrestlers write their own promos. Like, like I'm like, ooh, cool. Like, yeah, they're new and different and blah blah blah. They need people writing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's good. Five for years like- into it. It's good for like MGF probably or Moxley because they can cut their own kind of promos and they're good on their own, but they're really good at this. But you said, unfortunately, I hate saying this, you said Adam Copeland out there with at least a few bullet points and you kind of see how he kind of stumbles. So I don't think what WWE was doing 10 years ago where it was word for word, you go out there, you say the script. That's not what I want, but I like the idea of, Hey, by the way, you should sell this. You should talk about this. You should do this. But any way you get there, that's on you. Like, I, I like that idea. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As always, the the best routes probably somewhere in the middle ground. I will say, like, and this has nothing to do with the lady. It was just funny because this is the first time I've ever seen an all elite graphic for like a non wrestler. It was just for a lady. And so, like, it has nothing to do with it, but it was just really funny to be like, this lady is all elite. It's like someone just made it at home, but it's for their mom or something. But, you know, good yeah. for her. I hope she does well. But I just thought it was really funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got a kick out of uh, seeing the all elite graphic as well. <laughs> and it just uh, means they're excited to have her, which is a great thing. So yeah. it's it's nothing against her. It's just really funny. This is the first time it's not a big burly man or a woman that'll kick your ass. Like it's just a lady. Yeah, and I guess she's Mercedes Monet's like personal writer. Kind of oh. like, like The Rock has uh, that Brian Gerwitz. Yeah, ha, that's it. I said it was a G name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't worry, I keep uh, up on some of this crap, so I know. But that'll that'll be good. That'll be nice to have her. Maybe. Maybe I hate to be like this. Maybe they could do something for the women. Ooh, Crazy. Maybe she. Uh, well, I mean, she's already like her titles, like vice president of uh, create creative. I think mm-hmm. uh, was her role. Uh, yeah, maybe she'll be spearheading a women's television show. Oh, that, I can't that's believe what I want now. I didn't know Tony Khan was hiring for a vice president of creative. I would have applied. Come on, man. You know yeah. you want this. Your your booking decisions are always amazing. I don't think I have yeah, any. Our... I don't have any crazy ones today except for like Takeshita wins everything. So yeah, uh... Takeshita's got that Bob Holly booking where it's like, all right, what do you want? And he's like, I beat everyone, and then I win the title, and then they're like, what is it? And he's like, I beat everyone again. That's what I want for Takeshita. Yeah, what 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 a guy, man. Uh we'll we'll kind of see him a little bit later in the uh episode. Uh but yeah, uh what do you say we get into uh breaking down dynamite? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know that's uh LA night. Yeah. <laughs> He's learning. Uh, ah, we're going to get you. You're going to be a WWE mark in no time. You'll acknowledge Roman oh, Reigns here soon. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it on video of you doing the one. I'll get it. Okay. You can try. You can try. <laughs> uh, 
cool yeah we got a kind of a weird uh thrown together feeling in my mind uh feud <laughs> blood feud all of a sudden yeah uh, john moxley other. claudio uh versus ftr like they hate each other ah all of a sudden um no more cmll we're done with that like the what? invasion's over it failed no bcw it's a wall to their home turf and whooped their ass. Oh, did they win that uh, match? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have expected the CMLL guys to win in their territory, but well, the bigger guys won. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the match, uh, you know, I felt like it started off kind of slow. Uh, it picked up later, but uh, Cash and Moxley were butting heads. Uh, Cash hit a flying clothesline to Moxley and Claudio. Uh, Dax Harwood took a tope from Moxley. Uh, he uh, actually pushed uh, Cash out of the way uh, and took the brunt of it. Uh, Taz was getting pissed off that the crowd was booing FTR for double teaming which I thought was really weird. Like they were booing the hell out of FTR at that point for like doing just like normal stuff, like nothing too dastardly. I definitely uh, say Moxley and Claudio were the heels of this match and they were cheered like crazy, but in a way they're the bigger stars. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cash uh, mocked Claudio's uh, kind of, dance taunt thing uh claudio uppercut dax in the corner over and over and over uh claudio uh double backdropped uh cash and dax claudio and mox hit an uh assisted pile driver on dax on the floor uh moxley goes for a paradigm shift but cash reverses into a sheer drop brain buster he covered for two. Uh, FTR hit a doomsday device uh, on Moxley. They covered for two. Claudio got Dax in a giant swing, and Moxley kicked him. Uh, love that combo they do. Uh, kicked him in the head, covered for two. Moxley got a bulldog choke, locked into Dax, but... Uh, or rather, Claudio got one on Cash. Uh, Cash ended up standing up with Claudio still on his back, uh, broke up the choke. Uh, Dax and Claudio do dual sharpshooters to Moxley and Cash. Um, Dax gives Claudio a big pile driver, covers, but Moxley rolls up Dax for two. Dax and Cash go for the shatter machine, uh, but the 20 minute time limit ran out we got a time limit draw uh yeah are they digging in the time limit draw well too many times they shouldn't be doing this after that too much eh, i'm i'm fine with it they really held off in the continental classic a lot more than i thought like i felt like every week i was like oh this will be the first draw oh this will be the first draw 
And they waited until the last episode of Collision that they had this classic to do one. So that's like what that one. And then they did the one with Swerve and Hangman. And then they did this one, which I would argue that this match probably didn't need, but I don't know how else you would have ended it because Danielson's already got a match, as we see later. Garcia's already got a match, so you can't do a trios match. You could have Yuta interfere because I assume he was at the CMLL, but look, look at that. Look at that reaction. That's <laughs> why you can't have Yuta interfere in this. So I don't know what else you do because you obviously want to get it to the pay-per-view you don't want it to end now you don't want any team to win you can't do a dq you can't do a count out like well like i i guess like what else i was fine with it yeah i'm thinking maybe part of the story they're trying to tell too is like these guys are evenly matched they're neck and neck like uh moxley and uh dax the axe uh was uh, like very competitive too and uh, hard, hard, uh, like it's hard to pick a winner there. So I, I think maybe they'll, maybe it'll be um, grounds for a cool stipulation. Maybe they'll do two out of three falls or something for the for the pape. They got close. Dax was like, well, "Let's do a match. We'll do a little bit," and then they got interrupted. Which we'll yeah. we'll get to that in a second. I have a funny little bit, but I thought this match was pretty fun. But I agree with you, Dave. It was really slow in the beginning. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like not going anywhere. And then they just picked it up and it was great. Uh, I loved Claudio's dual suplex to the FTR boys. That was pretty tasty. I loved uh, the dual sharpshooters, obviously. And then Dax just slapping him like a big man. And Claudio slapping him like a big man. It was great. And then, you know, again, I was fine with the draw finish. You know, could it have been better? Sure. I honestly thought either A if Cash Wheeler does have to deal with whatever legal stuff he has to deal with, this would be a good way to write him off. Like maybe they win, but then they injure him. And now Dax has to do a little solo work. Um, Or this is where FTR win, because at the end of the day, they're the tag team. They're a better tag team than Mox and Claudio. But if this is building to a really fun match at Revolution, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, I do. I, I, yeah. Thanks for mentioning the, uh, the dueling submission spot too. I think that's like an FTR thing. They love because they had a great feud with DIY and NXT and uh, they did a very similar spot there too. So I think that's definitely a a FTR proclivity. Um, One little uh, critique. Uh, The, the crowd was chanting five more minutes and Paul Turner essentially rang the bell and restarted it. Like, I think that was did it. I think that's the AEW thing where the brawl is happening for too long. And that's the signal for people to come out and stop it, which they didn't do it again at the end. But I don't when you like when you start that match, it's like ding, ding, ding. But this was like ding, 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 ding. Like it was different. So it it felt like like it, it just like, oh, did he restart it? Wait, no, no, he didn't. But it looked like yeah. he did. No, he didn't. It could have been done better, I think. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they all brawl. Uh, locker room comes out uh, to hold them back. Um, yeah, definitely not resolved. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. After that, we get Renee Paquette backstage with Orange Cassidy. She brings up all the best friends being taken out with their, 
different injuries and all the different ways they were injured. Um, she asked if Orange Cassidy is cleared. Uh, Doc Sampson is right there. He says that, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, he's cleared to wrestle. Uh, Just so, <laughs> so, yeah, Orange Cassidy says if he's cleared, he's going to wrestle. Uh, we get a little recap of the Undisputed Kingdom and the Orange Cassidy feud. Uh, they talk about Orange Cassidy being at Wembley and Rev Pro. Uh, he defended the uh, title. Uh, and they actually showed footage of that, which I thought was kind of cool, kind of cross-promotion. Uh, I know kind of maybe you've brought that up before, Chandler, about uh, can't remember the context, but like you're like, they, why didn't they just show footage of it? You know, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I'm sure it was like a Ring of Honor thing they were talking about where it's or like when they were doing the Cope Open and they were like, oh, here's yeah. Griff Garrison. Do you know yeah. him? And I was like, I've never heard of this guy in my life. Can you show me something cool he's done? And then the next week they had the Lee Moriarty stuff. So I'm sure it was something like that. But yeah, it was pretty nice that they showed it. And I wish they had showed Nick Wayne at Progress when we went, but you know he was a he was a hero. He was not a heel, so that wouldn't have worked. But prestige, prestige. Why did I say Progress? My bad. Yeah, that that would have been a really long trip. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm into Orange Cassidy. I'm not vibing on the roderick strong feud uh per se um yeah i don't know i think i'm at the point where i want orange cassidy to retain which is not what i wanted going into this like if you told me this three months ago that it'd be roddy versus oc i'd be like put that title on roddy he'd go to the moon and now i'm like oh no it's gonna suck and like i don't know if i said it last week but i was thinking definitely like you know this death match is great but one good death match out of nowhere isn't going to save this feud. And I'll tell you this week, it didn't save this feud. You know, there's still a couple more weeks, but like, I don't, I don't know why it makes no sense. And I know it's just Orange Cassidy's character, but it really makes no sense why he keeps taking on these matches and they're not at least for the title, right? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why he would keep taking these random ass matches. I know it's his character, but. Yeah, he, he'll never turn one down. Never turn a match down. Orange Cassidy, I want to wrestle you. There. Don't turn he'll that do one down. Rout, rout. <laughs> Uh-oh. Chandler. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm going to get I'm gonna get crushed by someone who's like five inches shorter than me. I'm going to get embarrassed. But it'll be yep. good content. It will. It will. Um... Cool, yeah. After that, we get Alex Marvez with uh, frustrated FTR. Uh, basically, the only way to settle it is revolution. Uh, Moxley and Claudio walk up, and they all get held back from each other again. Uh, yeah. They're all mad, and we need to uh, resolve it. Revolution. You think they're <laughs> in the meat madness? <laughs> what the heck uh, is meat madness 
I, I um, thought that I thought that was an affliction he got after going to Arby's. I have a I have yeah. a theory. I have a theory, and it's you know how we've been saying Tony Khan watches our podcast. I think he watches other people podcasts too, because I watch the Cultaholic podcast a lot because it's my favorite one. And there's a guy whose name is Ross who's on it, and he's been pitching something called Five O Two Live which is basically anyone above 300 pounds in their own division. And it's just a bunch of big men fighting each other. Right. And so maybe that's his, like Tony Khan is taking that in and he's like, I'm not going to make a whole division, but I'll make a match where it's going to be Hobbs, Miro, Wardlow. What other big guys, big bill, what other big Goldberg, what other big guys are around? Right. (laughs) All whites coming back, baby. So. Oh, no. That would be my guess. I don't think he actually got the idea from him, but that's what it reminded me of. So that would be, and it's like just a five-way match of big men. I should have a meat madness trophy made of meat. Do it like the Continental Classic where they get like the 20-minute matches every week and they're just like pummeling each other every week. That would be good. Wow, like the okay of C two, but meat. <laughs> the meat too, exactly. Meat, sort of the con- the continental classic, the meat madness, the M squared. Wait, Ooh. aren't we aren't we just about to get to March Madness? Does it have anything to do with that? It's a big tournament. Oh my gosh, that is what it is. <laughs> it's a big tournament with the big boys. Meet madness. Oh, please. I like Let this it be a so tournament. Much more. I like this so much more. I can't wait for Meet Madness. Like I can't I can't remember. It was super quick. How'd they describe it? I don't know. It was like after the war. Battle Royal? I don't know. They didn't. They didn't say anything. Oh, they just went like it was Let it be a tournament. It was right after the Wardlow promo. And they were like, oh hey, by the way, Wardlow's gonna be competing at Meet Madness at Revolution. And then in the Don, uh, Don Callis promo, they were like, oh, by the way, Hobbs is going to be empty madness. Like, that was it. And then they're like, moving on. So Wait, no, then he slapped uh, Hobbs in the titty. That's it. What if, like, Gunther just shows up and he's like, hey, I heard Ooh. there's a big meat match. I'm going to win it. Oh, dream match. Truly a dream match. Man, it's, it's going to be a tournament. There's like five episodes of AEW at least that they could like eke it out. I don't need to see these cruiserweights like Brian Danielson and Swerve Strickland. I want meat. Heavyweight meat madness. Oh, okay. Let it happen. Bring, take my money. <laughs> uh, cool. After that, we actually get Orange Cassidy versus Mike Bennett. Uh, Orange Cassidy charges uh, Bennett on the ramp and punches Matt Taven. Uh, he throws Bennett in the ring, uh, gave him gave him some soft, then hard kicks in the corner. Uh, Orange Cassidy hit a slumdog millionaire, then a spinning DDT. Roderick Strong runs uh, out to the ring and distracts the ref. Bennett low blows Orange Cassidy. Uh, Then Mike Bennett gets on the mic at commentary, and Orange Cassidy dives out of the ring and hits Mike Bennett. 
Mike Bennett does a Death Valley driver on Orange Cassidy on the floor. Uh, Orange Cassidy hits the Orange Punch on Bennett, but can't cover. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Mike Bennett both try to uh, do a pile driver, and Orange tries to do a beach break back and forth, back and forth. Uh, Orange Cassidy finally hit the beach break uh, for the win. Uh, Taven runs out, then Roderick. Uh, strong. They beat down Orange Cassidy until Jake Hager runs out uh, to help Orange Cassidy, uh, hometown guy. <laughs> Is that why? Do they not have any connection at all? It's just because he's the hometown guy? It Much. made no sense. I I wrote it was because it looks like Jake Hager's OC's bigger brother. So if they just want to start that story, I'd believe it. I actually really liked Jack Swagger when he was in WWE. He was boring, but he he had a good move set. So I want to see more of him. But yeah, at least... I, I didn't realize I missed him until I saw him, and I was like, oh, I kind of like him. I remember he was like in the very first few months as an outsider. He was one of the first big gets. Like it's like, hey, that's Jack Swagger. He's a former world champion at WWE. So it was a big get, and then you know bigger stars came in so yeah. he he kind of got flushed down the card but i don't really have anything to say about the match itself it wasn't that great i guess i've never seen mike bennett work a single match so i was kind of like shocked when his move was just punching orange cassidy and then i got really mad when uh the ref got out of the ring to walk matt taven up to the back when they've never done that <laughs> what what are you doing ref yeah. So that was really stupid. Young. And it's like you could just have his back turn and you could do the same exact spot, but whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, and then during the commercial break, I know this doesn't mean anything because it was during the commercial break, but Taz was like, Oh, I saw Mike Bennett talking with three sketchy non AEW guys. I have no idea what that means, but like. And, it, and I was like, what, well, are they going to add three new people to the United Kingdom or whatever it's called? But I was like, but that doesn't make sense because the whole group was started because they hated MJF. And now they're adding non-AEW people. Well, how many non-AEW people hate MJF? Or does it, have Dude, anything a, to, does it have anything to do with MJF anymore? There's a couple uh, MLW guys, I think, that are coming up free agents uh that were in in a faction with mjf Ooh, that that uh, i don't know that's, that could be something that's an interesting little poll maybe like what so came to mind this huh. was also the first time they've mentioned mjf we're kind of jumping ahead but on the show in the wardlow promo i think this is the first time they've mentioned mjf since the last one and i liked it because they framed it the same way they're talking about cm punk who's obviously gone so they're still telling us oh mjf is gone even though he's not, but I, I like that a little bit. I thought that was neat, but I'm skipping ahead. This match was okay. And Jake Hager of all people. Wow. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like Jake Hager. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool. It didn't make a lot of sense until Chad brought to my attention. Oh, hometown guy. Uh, he'll be on rampage, which, you know, they tape, that night uh i hope they bring him around more make him make him part of the best friends or 
something, make him like a, you know, honorary member for a little while. Uh, maybe you have him wear sunglasses and jeans and make him a, a giant orange Cassidy. That could work, right? Sweet. That would be funny if they were just like, all right, here's orange Cassidy, the tag team. And that's just how they call it. And so they're just like, oh, Orange Cassidy won the tag belts. And they're both Orange Cassidy. And like on commentary, they just freak out because they're like, wait, which Orange Cassidy are you talking about? Which one? Oh, Orange Cassidy <laughs> just got hit by Orange Cassidy. Wait, what's going on? So they're trying to do twin magic. Oh, you just <laughs> took it up a level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on to something here. Okay. Uh, this dynamite was bigger than I thought. I thought this was a run-of-the-mill, like forgettable episode. No, we're setting up stuff for the future. There we are. Uh, cool. Yeah, Jake Hager. I'm glad to see him. Uh, hope, hopefully, they bring him around more. Uh, after that, we get Renee backstage with Cool Hand Ange. Uh, tonight is his date with Ruby Soho. Like four months later. <laughs> like, it's a slow okay. week if we're using Renee for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. A white SUV rolls up. She asks if it's their ride. He says, actually, I got us a lift. <laughs> uh, they walk away. They uh, zoom in on the uh, bottom of the door of the SUV and some shambly feet wiggle out and unsteadily get on the ground and oh it's rick flair Whoop. <laughs> is it bad i was hoping for the young bucks what's <laughs> happened to me i was like come on bucks come on bucks as soon as i saw how long it was taking to get out i was like man that's not nicholas or matthew <laughs> oh, I thought I thought they were taking the poo out of it. Like, oh, I'll take as long as I can to get out of this car. Like, I, I thought it was them. So <laughs> color me disappointed. And I said I got mad at little things on this show. The ref thing was the first one. This Ric Flair thing is the second one. But I'm going to let you talk about it, Dave, because it's, it's a little bit more important to you. Um, Renee uh, wants to know, Ric Flair's thoughts on Sting's retirement. He says he's upset he hasn't been more involved uh, in the past three to four weeks. Uh, and he's going to explore his options. Uh, he shambles away a few feet <laughs> and uh, knocks on the uh, let me rephrase that Nicholas and Matthew Jackson's locker room door uh they answer it and they let him in Ooh. uh what you got chandler lay why? it on me why is rick <laughs> sting again why you, you know, you're getting worked brother i don't want to get worked you're getting worked brother oh he's my. gonna do what everyone doesn't expect him to do he's gonna turn on the Bucks. Okay, if I get worse like that, I'll take it. I'll be happy to be worked, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Everyone's like, oh, Ric Flair's going to Ric Flair about it and turn on Sting again. Uh-uh, he is going to get some of that 
wrestling goodwill back. <laughs> He's going to help Sting and screw over the Young Bucks. What if, what if, you know, Sting and Darby win, Sting retires, but obviously Darby needs to find a new partner. Well, Ric Flair's right there. There's your new tag team. <laughs> oh, my. We got Darby wearing a robe, strutting down the... You know what? Okay, this just made me think of something else. You know how long I've been saying they're going to end it with Sting and Ric Flair one more time? What if Ric Flair helps them win and, you know, does this worky swerve? And then he's like, I want that match. And then it happens. Oh, it's going to happen. It's so going to happen. <laughs> Oh, hopefully not. I think if Ric Flair has another one in him, it'll be someone like Jeff Jarrett or Jay Lethal. Matt Hardy, they kind of both move at the same speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, Yeah, yeah, man. I'll give him credit. Uh, I'll give him credit for taking like, I don't know if this was the plan, but they took a real life story of crowds don't really want to see Ric Flair right now and they put it in. So I'll give him credit for that. That's pretty neat. And they, it feels like they did that with Wardlow later on too. I actually really yeah. liked the Wardlow promo. So I'll give them credit for that where they're taking like real life stories and putting it into the context. And, you know, I am interested to see what Ric Flair does, but I don't want it to be him turning on Sting, unfortunately. But if I'm getting worked, that's what that's the goal here. Yeah, it yeah. was a trip. I did my homework this weekend in lieu of watching uh, the non-existent collision. I watched Halloween Havoc 97 for our retrovue coming to a grapple sauce near you. Uh, and Flair had a match in that. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks like he's aged 90 years in the past 30 it was yeah. awful. He looked good. Looked good yeah. in that match. Man, who did he fight? Hurt Henning. Henning. Oh man. Wow. Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Ew, that, that was that was a trip. That would have been a belter. Yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. Um cool. Yeah. After that, uh Ric Flair shenanigans. We've got Oh wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you guys notice how bad the shot was when Ric Flair was being interviewed by Renee? Like it was washed out and like the, the quality was worse and it was like way too close. Did you guys notice that or was I it did. fine? Okay. I was like, you know, these promos, backstage promos always look fine. They're always staged well, but this one looks awful. So I don't know what was the problem, but. Ooh. Also, did you catch? He's like, oh, sorry, Renee. I didn't mean to walk right past you. What was that about? <laughs> did he walk right by her like an old senile man? Did you did you hear him say that? I I couldn't really hear Ric Flair because he was uh I've been exploring options, uh, brother. Uh, Sounded I, wasted. Well, the, to pick the young bucks, you gotta be wasted. Anyway, moving on. What happened next? Oh man, we got Tony Schiavone in the ring uh, with Daniel Garcia. Um, yeah, good stuff here. Uh, we find out Adam Copeland is hurt. And we're going to get Daniel Garcia versus Christian Cage for the TNT title at Revolution. Thank you. Sounds great. Uh, Garcia thanks the crowd after they do the You Deserve It uh, chant. Uh, he says he lost a lot of confidence. Uh, that feeling that he used to have when people told him 
uh, you know, you're going to go far. You're going to do great. Uh, he says he only needs three seconds uh, to be great. Uh, in the C2, uh, he proved himself and it changed his life. He thanks the crowd for dancing with him and restoring that feeling that he had. Uh, he says he will see Copeland later and he will be TNT champ. Uh, he calls out Christian Cage. Uh, Christian Cage's music hits and the patriarchy uh, walk out. Um Christian Cage says Adam Copeland will never have another shot at the TNT title. He says Garcia isn't ready for the match at Revolution. And he says the dancing is just a distraction. He wants to make the crowd like him. He brings up Daniel Garcia's past, uh, says he had a dark childhood, and he knows his mom's address and brings up that Daniel Garcia's Dad is dead. He said it. <laughs> he did the oh. thing. By the way, Sean Ross Sapp, he Googled the address that he said, and it was a graveyard. Oh, my god! That's gosh. how much thought they put into this stuff. That oh was my. amazing. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, shocked when he was doing that. I was like, are we just doxing people? Like, straight up, <laughs> Jesus. And now that you've said that. Oh my gosh, Christian Cage is the best. He is so good. Like he took the time to look up the address of a graveyard in another city. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Um, dude, Christian Cage is so good. He has restored all the credibility back into the TNT title. I mean, I don't I don't know what it was like before he had it. But it literally, right. it definitely feels like the yeah. second most important yeah. title. And it's only not because, you know, there's a world title. This will always be the bigger title. But this literally feels just below it. Like, it feels what the World Heavyweight Championship used to feel like. Not the current one, the yeah. old one. Yeah, back when uh, Cody was doing the John Cena Open Challenge with that thing. That thing was top of the moon. Then somewhere along the line, it became the 24-7 title. Uh, Miro, yeah, when Miro had it, it was it was good when Miro had it. It was good when Cody had it. It was good when Darby had it. But then when Wardlow like lost it and won it and lost it and won it in like what a month period or something. If I I don't uh, if I remember correctly, it might not be the right order, but like he lost it to Joe and then won it and then lost it to Hobbs and then won it again. So like that's kind of just odd how. They would do yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Christian won it from Darby, right? No, Luchasaurus beat Darby. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. Luchasaurus yeah. had it, but Christian held it. And then Wait, it was the no, triple. No, Christian's had it the whole time. Okay, Luchasaurus okay. has never had that title. But then <laughs> we'll say Christian retained by pinning Luchasaurus for the title. There, that's what we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, but yeah, even history. that little like 
tiny taste of uh, Adam Copeland, you know, holding it high, like gave it a little boost too. <laughs> a WrestleMania sure. main eventer who wants that title more than everything, anything else. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that title its uh, full prestige back. Uh, full, you know, all the way to full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah good yeah. stuff i'm a i'm a big fan of garcia challenging for it i was pulling for a triple threat because i thought copeland would still make it but they're probably giving him a little time off so i'm all for garcia winning this i don't think he will but i'm gonna go all in on him when we do our predictions make sure you check that out in the next week but yeah, yeah. um and i loved the promo i thought garcia was really good i thought Christian Cage's running down of Garcia was really good. Like it was just a really entertaining promo overall. And then I loved Daddy Magic in the end. Like he he's oh. always he's in the crowd or something. He just jumps out and with the chair, but he's great. Like this whole program is great and it's only like two weeks old. Yeah, it was amazing. That promo, like it felt like authentic, like he believed every word. It was telling a great story. And then yeah, of course, Christian can do no wrong right now. And yeah, that was in my thing, like like Daddy Magic coming out. It was I, I love just that weird little side story they've been telling where the whole time he's like, Don't dance, we're sports entertainers. Then he sort of embraces the whole like, no, this dude's a wrestler. Now to the point where he's like jumping out and almost being a father figure himself, like, I'm gonna protect you from this giant dinosaur with a chair. It was uh it's like it's like a really subtle story they've just been sort of telling off to the side, and I'm really into it. Slight negative here. Shouldn't Jake Hager have come out to help Garcia? No, he had to help his little brother. Come on, he was busy. Okay. All right, all right. I'll look past that. What about uh, what about Cool Hand Ange? Is he too busy on his date? What about Jericho? Yeah, well, yeah. Are you too busy being dead from Takeshita? Thank you, Takeshita. Yeah, he, uh, he's on tour with Fozzie. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we've been wanting for. This is what we've been asking for. So, Jericho, kill your Fozzy tour. Come back with a new gimmick. Yep. Do you think he can pull off short hair? Yeah. I don't know. I hate his long hair because it looks like ratty old man. But I think bald Jericho would be even worse. I don't think. Somewhere in between. Man, Jericho was on that pay per view too. Halloween Havoc 97. Yeah, he was. Wow. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we'll review that soon. We're just having a little bit of scheduling issue because I just not a new. I just got a new job, and it <clears throat> screws everything up. But we really do want to bring you all that retro review. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but, yeah, great segment here with Garcia and the patriarchy. Um, yeah, freaking love it. Uh, yeah, that might might have been the most entertaining part of the night. We'll see. Uh, after that, we got Renee Paquette with uh, Adam Page, Hook, and Rob Van Dam. Uh, Page blames Rob Van Dam uh, for being where they are uh, for losing the match. Uh, RV, RVD wants to know. If Nana is there, he has something that he might be interested in. 
uh, selling weed, buying weed to high school kids or whatever was the yeah. thing Hangman said yeah. a while back. <laughs> uh, Adam Page uh, says the plan is to hurt Swerve and stick to the plan. Uh, he's really bossy. He's really focused on uh, making sure Swerve uh, doesn't even come close to getting the world championship. Uh, yeah, weird. This is a weird, like, weird thing to see Adam Page for me. Like, like he's turning, man, turning. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we were talking last week, like, oh, they just had the double turn, and now their Page is on the good guy team, Swerve is on the bad guy team. But I think it really worked, and I think that was the point because Page was trying to boss around Hook and RVD in this, and they were like, well, we're just going to go out there and try to win. So I don't know what you're talking about with all this. We're working together to beat Swerve. Like, Hook is like, I don't care about Swerve. And RVD's like, I probably don't really care about Swerve. Like, I just want to win the match. So I liked that little... to get high. Eh, eh, later, after the show. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, yeah. I, I like that they uh, gave us a little preview of the main event, uh, kind of how Paige and all them were uh, interacting. Um, but yeah, after that, we get Tony Storm versus Sydney Winnell, uh, a job, Ooh. a local jobber. Uh, let's see. Uh, she does a Luthez press, a bulldog, hip attack, strong zero. Then she applies her uh, ankle lock, which she calls break a leg, uh, like that. Uh, but she lets go and does the Venus de Milo, Diana Peraza's finisher, uh, and wins the match. Uh, Diana's music hits, uh, and she does what Tony Storm usually does and takes her spotlight. Uh, they're both on the ramp and they fucking beautiful. The black and white split. Oh my God, it's so good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, then we get the Deanna Perrazzo match. She is facing Madison Rain, her mentor. Um, they both respect each other. Uh, I really like Madison Rain dodges a leg sweep. Uh, looked really smooth. Uh, Madison Rain started to get a little aggressive, uh, but Deanna hit her with a big pump kick. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo hit a DDT um, on Madison Rain with a bad, bad landing. I don't know if like she was going for a. Uh, uh, flatliner and they just got their you know directions crossed or what happened but man that was a bad bump uh the ref checked on madison rain uh the the doc started like running to the ring but the ref was like we're good we're good uh diana ended up getting a uh, break a leg uh tony storm's move on madison rain and uh, she ended up tapping. Uh, Tony Storm runs out, uh, gets the leg lock on Deanna. 
the ref wants Luther to break it up, uh, but Tony ends up uh, letting go, and uh, Tony Storm put on uh, way too much lipstick. <laughs> she got a little bit on her teeth, I saw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a Joker cool. vibe going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay I, uh... with it. I thought the first squash match was fine. That's all it was, was the squash and the little, uh, her using the Venus de Milo. That was fun. And then uh, her cutting her off and stealing her spotlight. That was great. And like you said, with the dual visuals, oh my gosh, like they're doing it perfectly now. Like remember when it sucked and like it would show Tony Storm for like five seconds and then kind of zoom in and then it would go black and white and then it would go back to the match and it'd still be in black and white and like, my gosh, they've definitely stepped it up. Then you get to this Deanna Perrazzo match, which I've really liked Deanna Perrazzo since she's started in AEW. And I don't blame this on her, but boy, this match was rough, especially that one particular bump, which was the TurboTax move of the night, by the way, which Dude. if I could, I could do anything, Tony Khan, I would just not have done that. Mm-hmm. Would have just forgotten it for the night, but you had to pick something, and you picked the worst move on the night, where a lady got dropped on her head. So, I mean, yeah. nobody nobody likes ta- doing the taxes. Maybe it was like an irony thing. Taxes bad, move bad, moving this the, along. This is the closest subliminal to, messaging. This is the closest move to killing you, like your taxes will. So here you go, move of the night. <laughs> And then why didn't yeah. this get a big brawl with like the FTR like BCC thing? Should not all the women run out and do women things? Like, come on. Yeah, we don't get a lot of women brawls. I want more. fine for a change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like uh yeah, the would clean up in a brawl. Yeah, where's she been? Damn it. Did she get hurt already? Wait, <laughs> talking about? Thunder Rosa. I think she's just really like, like real lax schedule. I think it's kind of like Miro where she doesn't want to take a lot of losses. And so Tony Khan's like, well, I'm not going to put you in a title picture because I have other plans. So you're just not going to yeah. be on TV. God, after over a year not being on TV, <laughs> I think I think they're waiting for Julia to to heal up for her. To be featured more. Yeah, I don't. I think we're only a collision or two and a dynamite out. So I don't think we're going to get Julia Hart on the pay per view, which is fine if she's going to rest up and get better. Because I don't think they've disclosed the injury yet, or have they? Not that I know. I remember, we. Well, uh, fact, I was just going to say oh. the fact that they haven't taken that title off of her is the fact they think that she can get through it soon. So hopefully she can. Yeah, we got a whole like half of the women's division lacking of storyline, basically. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll get them back eventually. A lot of people are injured in AEW, like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, there's a lot of injuries in WWE right now. Like Punk is a big one. Uh... Sheamus right now is injured. Rey Mysterio isn't injured, but he's doing, he's out for a surgery. Yeah, when did he hear his eye, anyways? What? Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Don't make. I wasn't watching that that time. Don't make me answer for it. What What happened when Miz was eaten by a zombie? I don't know. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, speaking of good stuff, we've got a uh, Darby Allen, uh, mainly Sting promo. Uh, this is really great. Uh, passionate from the heart, like really impactful promo from Sting. Uh, we got Darby showing a photo of Sting with his sons back in the day. Sting was uh, clearly he just finished a match during the Wolfpack era. Dude, awesome. His sons were uh, had their faces painted up too. Darby says that they were about the same age as uh, the Young Bucks kids are now. Uh, Sting uh, came into frame and mentioned that his dad passed away. He was a hero to him and taught him right. Uh, he's been thinking about his own mortality and used to think he was so invincible. Uh, he says time catches up and it caught up with him. Uh, he knows he's truly not invincible. He does know uh, everything that he has left in him. He's bringing to revolution. And the Young Bucks have a fight on their hands. The fight of their lives. Yeah, good stuff. Like, really great delivery. Like, really serious. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of Darby Allen in these segments, so he was whatever. But when he pulled out the picture, I was like, please let it be Little Bucks, please. But it was his kids, so that made sense for the story. And it also made sense why Sting wasn't around last week for Dynamite. So that's fine, obviously. Bigger things were going on. And yeah, it was a phenomenal promo from Sting. And I was like, holy crap, I'm actually really excited for this match. Because when they first had the Young Bucks come out after the match all so long ago at AEW Dynamite Homecoming, I was like, oh, I'm not interested in this at all. I think it'll be crap, but now it's definitely one of my anticipated matches. There's just so many other things on this pay-per-view, but holy crap, it's like it's like I booked this pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, all, no, my guys, all my no. guys are going to lose, but it's all the matches I've wanted. <laughs> Yeah, one of one of the one of the few instances of uh let it play out that actually played out nice. Uh True. yeah, I, I loved it. Like Sting clearly uh channeled channeled this, you know, real life uh tragedy of his father passing into uh what turned out to be an amazing promo and uh like you know, way to way to just kind of Take take that and put it into your real life because I I was like holy crap like I'm I'm into this now like not like I wasn't before but wow I'm uh, looking forward to it so uh, I talked to Dave about this off camera two things I think is gonna happen on Revolution uh, the the EVPs are going to uh, channel uh, old school Hogan versus Shawn Michaels uh, and just like crazy oversell and then the second is they're gonna somehow do the I love you, I'm sorry spot. Oh, yeah. They've got him. They've got flair there. They've got super kicks. Uh, uh, that is a thing that is going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I, they're going to do it somehow. 
Oh, this and they're they're gonna be so corny about it. Oh, like what if they're doing it to Darby or something? Like they're not gonna do it to Sting, but they're like, I'm sorry, I love you. They'll they totally take... just do it to Flair. <laughs> just for Ooh. fun. Who cares? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. With all this chicanery, I'm starting to really look excited or really be excited for this match. Are the young bucks gonna paint their faces to rub it in? To mock Sting and Darby. They should come out as close as they can to looking like the NWO. As close as you can get. That's what I would say. Oh, dude. I, I just turn back the clock and come in as Surfer Sting. Did you see ever the uh, FTR NWO year? No, I didn't. They, ba- they, they basically just took the NWO logo and changed it to FTR. Basically, it looked really good. Probably two years ago, their their match against the Bucks, maybe. Yeah, looked really good. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um. Cool, yeah. After that, we get our uh, really great Wardlow promo. Um, He comes out to the ring. He makes Tony Schiavone get out of the ring and threatens him uh, to knock him on his ass again. Uh, He's pissed off. He's been pissed off for a long time. Uh, Two years ago, thousands of people um, were chanting his name. Uh, like no one has seen for decades. Um, he said the rocket was strapped to his back, must have been put on backwards. He should have been champ by now, and he's never even had a title shot. He said the people in the back should be fired for that. Uh, he said he's beat the best in the world, uh, CM Punk. He beat his ass like no one has before. And his body's still falling apart today. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, I love that. Um, he beat MJF. He squashed him like an insect. And Samoa Joe, he choked his ass out and beat him too. Uh, he, he said he's the best in the world. He's better than you and you know it. And he's the most dangerous man in the room. Uh, Wardlow says he's the uncrowned king of AEW, and it's time to start eating like one. He's tired of eating scraps. He says no one is bigger, stronger, or faster, and he's uh, no longer wrestling. This is war. Uh, Then we get to meet... (laughs) Hey, at least... (laughs) <laughs> i'm sorry i did. was thinking that when they said it and i just wanted tony Chavani <laughs> to go blow <laughs> hey at least he didn't say wardlow's world yeah he was doing that were you part of that yet chandler when mm. that was his his finishing line and it sounded dumb as hell yeah that's that's kind of lame but I was kind of freaking out with this promo because I was A, expecting someone to come out, but B, we got this Meat Mountain, Meat Madness match happening, right? And he specifically said in this promo, he's eating scraps. 
So potentially you would want to feed Wardlow more? more, right? Oh my right. god. Back is all elite. Him a little more, right? Dude. Do I man, want that? I didn't even think no. of that. But it's funny because it's Ryback. Hey. Maybe that should be the punishment. Is somebody actually do the real top five Wardlow or uh, Ryback matches? Ooh, and you have to yeah. watch all five. No, you have to watch all oh, Ryback matches. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, I can pick the top five. I like that one. Loser has to make the two losers has to make two different top five Ryback matches. <laughs> uh, why Ryback is the best wrestler in the world. Top five <laughs> reasons. Well, everyone knows that. You don't need to make a video on that. Everybody knows that. It's why he's not around. He's like Austin, right? He was there in the heyday and then left when they don't need him. Yeah. He left while he was on top, right? <laughs> Opening up the pre-show of Mania and losing. But uh, I thought it was a really good promo. I really like Wardlow. Um, and I really want something good for him. Uh, the best thing they did here was not have Adam Cole wheel out behind him. I don't know why. He probably just wasn't there that week, but that it made Wardlow feel serious, and like I took him seriously. There wasn't some guy in the background going, yeah, from a wheelchair. So, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I think I was texting Dave uh, during, or like while I was watching that promo. I was like, dude, where's this version of Wardlow been? Uh, it was great. He he actually seemed authentic and comfortable in the ring, like because he he can go either way on that. And uh, I how did I describe it earlier? I think it was like the best version of the old school, like screaming at the camera type of uh, promo that you used to get back in the day, but for this age, and it was awesome. I loved mm -hmm. it. And uh, just... hopefully, he goes on a tear. This is like what I was saying with Ric Flair not being around. This is kind of like the same thing with Wardlow, where it was like all that double or nothing nonsense two years ago. They're finally, I mean, I don't know if they used it for a story. I don't think they did, but they're finally injecting it, at least into this story and giving Wardlow some motivation. I'm sure the winner of Meat Madness, whatever it is, will get a title shot or something like that. So that'll be how Wardlow gets his title shot. But he's also... Right, and I don't mean to like poke holes in the rankings already, but he's on a nine winning streak. Where's he in the rankings? He's not on the top five, but he's on a nine winning streak. So, and remember how who you beat matters. He beat Commander. He beat everybody's uh, beating Commander. But like that's a name. Uh. Compared to Adam Copeland, who beat Griff Garrison and Lee Moriarty, like it's kind of on the same level. Hey, you got to put respect on Griff Garrison's name. Where's he been? Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> oh my God. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Feed me more. Yeah. That's what I want. Feed me more. Yeah. I'm back. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come back to wrestling eventually. And it, I think the funniest question is where? Like, I think if he goes to WWE, they'd unironically put him in NXT. And then you got AEW, which is like, they don't need him. They got plenty of big boys that they don't do anything with. TNA, AAA. 
so yeah, you know what? I'll pay. I'll take Triple A. You know, New Japan needs some new top stars. Okada and Osprey are leaving. Just throwing Ryback. Top of the card instantly. <laughs> top of the card anywhere he goes. Oh man. Yep. What a guy. Uh yeah. After that, uh we got the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Uh Man, they're kind of arguing a little bit. Uh, looks like Billy knocked uh, Jay off the apron during their uh, big 12-man match. Uh, acclaimed tried to do the 310 to Yuma, which is the guns move. Uh, Billy Gunn wants to be a collision cowboy on the next collision. Uh, Jay says, all right, uh, how about Colton, Billy, and me team together on Collision. Uh, man, they're already breaking down. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was thinking we'd get the blow-off match at Revolution, but maybe they're holding it off for double or nothing. But yeah, that was long-lived. I bet you they'll be on the pre-show. They'll get a big match on the pre-show. Ooh. You think this is uh, eventually leading to them like having a blow off and uh, like trying to unify those belts? At least I the trailers ones. I thought that was the the catalyst, like them arguing, and they're gonna try to hot shot that unification for Revolution. Ooh, that quickly? That was my I don't thought. know. I don't know. Like, why would they? Why would they even like hint at this stuff? so soon after it started right to say, they weren't gonna pull the trigger on that to say this is building before revolution you know like they could be like the seeds were planted beforehand they were already having issues their first match or maybe this is growing pains and they'll be like a three-year-long faction which i yeah. don't buy but that's what i would want yeah i prefer that that this is just a learning experience a coaching moment. Coachable <laughs> moment. Yes, that's what we'll call it. Okay, here's what you do. Here's how you fix the bang, bang, scissor gang. Get me in there. I'm their Ooh. manager. And I'm just like, boys, boys, boys. There's bigger things at play. And they'll, they'll get it. They'll get it. Big picture, right? Big, big picture. Big picture, right? Let's think about gold. We need to find another six-man team to feud with. Uh... Bullet Club, big, please, we need you. The big picture is we need to uh, unify <laughs> unify the belts and get them, get them out of Ring of Honor. Unify <laughs> the trios belts, unify the tag belts, just start unifying belts. Ooh, unify it, then they can drop the belts to Dalton Castle and the boys. Yes! Everybody wins. Yeah. Now we're thinking. <laughs> Never mind. I want to yeah. manage Dalton Castle and his boys. All right. All right. We'll, we'll get in contact. <laughs> uh, cool. After that, we get uh, the Don Callis family talking about uh, Will Ospreay uh, having a match against uh, Takeshita. And basically, everybody wins uh, 
in that scenario. And then uh, apparently Will Hobbs is going to be in the Meat Madness match. And uh, Chad had a favorite part of the uh, segment too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Don Callis slapping slapping, uh, Hobbs in the titty. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm... uh, Dude, like... Takeshita looked like a million bucks. Like he doesn't have to say anything. Like he's got giant arms and like just standing there all like menacing. Like, yeah. That's why he should get every belt in the company. Come on. And then start looking outside the company for what belts he can win. Like it'll be like FTR back in the day. Exactly. Put every ring of honor title on Takeshita and just make one ring of honor title. Ooh. Make a ring of honor suit of armor. Yeah, for Takeshita. Out of the belts. And then he just wins because he won't take damage. <laughs> the two tag teams will be the pectoral plates. and <laughs> he, he just yeah. wins. He just wins. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, all right, yeah. Now I need a suit of armor, uh, armor made out of belts. Yeah, instead um, of carrying around Eddie Kingston's belts, he just carries around Eddie Kingston. I like that one. I didn't win the belts. I won Eddie. (laughs) Perfect. I love it. Uh, All right. We're actually uh, to our main event already here. Uh, Hangman Page, Hook, and Rob Van Dam versus Samoa Joe, Swerve Strickland, and Brian Cage. Uh, Man, Hangman came out acting real bossy. Telling Hook and Rob Van Dam where to stand, what to do, what the plan is. Uh, Hook and Samoa Joe started off. Uh, nice little uh, hearkening back to their singles match, which was uh, a banger. Uh, Rob Van Dam tagged in, uh, did a monkey flip to Swerve. Uh, Swerve and Page brawl uh, separately. Hook and Brian Cage uh, peel them away. Uh, Hook gets isolated, and we get a hot tag to Rob Van Dam. RVD cleans house, does a rolling thunder uh, to Swerve, spinning kick to Brian Cage. He hits the five-star frog splash on Brian Cage, covers, but Samoa Joe breaks the count. Uh, Swerve kicks Page off of the apron, and Rob Van Dam gets isolated. Uh, we get a hot tag to Hangman and a Hurricane Rana to Brian Cage from Hangman with a kip up. Uh, the crowd loved it, they were real hot for that. Uh, Hangman hits a Death Valley driver to Brian Cage for a two count. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Uh, let's see the page hesitated a buckshot lariat to Brian Cage uh, went for a moonsault off the corner for on swerve but Cage capitalized on that uh, Hook ended up getting the red rum on Brian Cage and then swerve uh, they both got out of the red rum and Hangman Page buckshot lariat Lariated <laughs> Brian Cage. Uh, 
Joe or uh, Joe Hangman and Swerve were in the ring. Uh, the crowd woke up for that kind of a little preview for the uh, uh, triple threat match. Uh, Joe ended up topaying Hangman on the outside. Uh, looked really good, uh, brutal. Um, Swerve accidentally kicked Joe. Um, then Paige powerbomb Swerve onto the announce table. Uh, it totally exploded. Uh, holy shit moment. Uh, Paige yelled at Swerve to stay down. <laughs> uh, hook suplexes Samoa Joe. Rob Van Dam goes for another five-star frog splash again. But Cage pushes him off the turnbuckle. Joe gets Rob Van Dam in the Coquina Clutch, and Rob Van Dam passes out. Uh, Joe, Swerve, and Cage win the match. Uh, yeah, chaotic, crazy match. A uh, lot going on. Uh, weird dynamic, like we kind of touched on with, like, technically Swerve is kind of the good guy now, and he's on the bad guy team, and vice versa with Hangman. Uh, yeah, weird dynamic, uh, weird ending. Like, Swerve won the match, but he looked like he was pissed, you know, when it happened. And, like, I have a, I have a theory for that. I didn't think he looked pissed. He looked a little concerned because I feel, you know, he's been really cocky and confident going into this match. He's like, oh, I'm going to win. That's a, and he's been underestimating Joe. And from his point of view, he just got put through a table, and Joe was still able to, able to beat Hook, Rob Van Dam, and Paige by himself. That's not exactly what happened, but that's what Swerve thinks happened. He's like, oh, this guy that I've been underestimating just beat three guys by himself. So, uh-oh, what, what yeah. did I get myself into? So I, I was probably my favorite part of the match was just that little bit of Swerve reacting to Joe being like, what am I, what am I getting into? What am I, what am I getting into this? But I thought it was a really fun match. Like you said, it was a bit of a mess, but like it was supposed to be a mess because there's so many different conflicting people and conflicting personalities, and it really worked. My favorite bit also of the match, Cage hit like a powerbomb. I want to say on Hangman Adam Page, but I could be wrong. But Cage did a powerbomb to someone, and Swerve was like immediately there with a house call. I thought that was oh, a yeah, fantastic little amazing. spot. I liked the bit on the outside where I think, you know, uh, I want to say Paige went down to go jump on Swerve, but Swerve dodged it, did his roll to the flatliner, but Paige still gave him a big boot and kicked him off. thought that was a really good sequence. So uh, I really liked this match. What did you guys feel? Oh, I loved it for the same reasons. It was like a freaking car wreck. Like every single big personality in there for their own motives is cool. Uh, yeah, just the wrestling and the action was great. I loved... Uh, when they were teasing the first hot tag that uh hangman getting pissed that he didn't get tagged in and uh it was just great great character work and uh, all in all i was up for it and i think it's a really cool preview of the dynamic that's going to happen in the three-way which is hangman's going to be too obsessed with going after swerve so i think swerve will end up being more focused going for the belt uh i want to say i was listening to what culture uh earlier and they pitched a great finish for the match, which is uh, uh, Joe's going to put Hangman out with the Coquina Clutch. And, and Hangman's just going to look at Swerve and smile because Swerve doesn't win. He doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care about the world title. He just wants Swerve to lose. 
I was like, that's a great twist. I need that to happen now. Oh my, that is so good. You can't have like, oh my gosh. Swerve like, would win like and I'd be if disappointed. It happen, I'll be disappointed. If Swerve would win, I'd be like, oh, they didn't go for the good finish. <laughs> Even though that's what I want. That's all I want is Swerve with that stupid title. But oh my gosh, that is such a good thing. Tony man, Khan, oh watch man. these podcasts and steal from us, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. God. What what a match. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of things going on. A lot, a lot of different uh, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, and then, like, the, the real story coming out of it is, like, hangman and swerve are still bitter bitter enemies like i I could watch them feud till they both retire like give me hangman swerve 12 (laughs) you know like it won't get old (laughs) i think it's not the same feud but it's this is your next owens and zane that they're just gonna fight forever and every time they do it'll be a little bit better because they just know each other so well and they keep getting better and better so yeah, I'm all for this. I, I think we'll it's team great. together eventually. I bet. I too. was just thinking yeah. that they're gonna tag team someday, like ten years down the line, and we're all gonna be like, "Remember when we yeah. were there?" So yeah. I'm yeah. all for we're this. We're gonna Man, lose our team shit and they when do they the do. hug. Like I remember when uh, Sa- Sammy and KO did did that when they teamed together last. I was like, "Oh, it hit me in the feels." <laughs> I mean, if you drink a guy's blood, you might as well one day (laughs) be related at that point. Like I said, 10 years or so from now, when things have quieted down and they've killed each other like five times, then they'll be friends. But uh, we only have like two things announced for Collision. They announced a lot for Rampage, but all we have is Brian Danielson versus, I I might get this wrong, June October. Akiyana or Akiyana. So I'm assuming it's another legend that Danielson's always wanted to wrestle. And then we know that Jay White, Billy Gunn, and Colton Gunn will be wrestling. Don't know who or what, but that's about it. So Brian Danielson's opponent is actually Eddie Kingston's hero. So they're going to use that as like Brian Danielson got to this June guy's probably a nice guy. Danielson, please kill him. Oh, remember how I said I go back and forth between being a Nigel McGuinness fan and a Brian Danielson fan? I'm a Brian Danielson fan right now. Let me tell you something, bro. That is such a cool detail. I did not know that. Yeah, he's like his idol. He's, yeah, redeem. <laughs> redeem him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I didn't know how they were going to, like, really play into that i i, I was kind of leaning towards maybe like king's like brian's gonna rub it in his face like haha i got to wrestle your hero you know like mm-hmm. kind of deal but i like the just attack him after it's done to where mm-hmm. kingston's gotta come out oh man that's my new oh, high point like... of the night <laughs> just because of that speaking yeah, of which yeah yeah what are your boys' highs and lows? Oh man, uh, let's see. Low point for me. Um, 
man, it was a really great episode. Um, I guess the uh, Madison Rain botch bump, whatever you want to call it, for my low point. Uh, she is okay. <laughs> Thank goodness, at least. Uh, yeah, she uh, tweeted or whatever you call that uh, <laughs> today. Uh, and high point for me, I love Sting, but man, Wardlow needed that powerful promo. Like he needed it for his future. Sting didn't need that promo to get him over or, yeah, you know, so. The Sting yeah. promo really helped the feud, but he didn't need it. I think I'd still be looking forward to the match. This just made me more interested in the match. But with Wardlow, unironically, that promo is like tied with the Matt Taven thing as the best thing this faction has done since they started. And they've been around for two months. So I, I would agree. I think for me, my low point would probably be the whole Deanna Perrazzo Madison Rain match. It was just really rough to watch. Like, the surrounding stuff was entertaining, but the match itself yeah. wasn't. Zero it, chemistry. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but my high point, I'd give it to the Garcia Christian whole segment. Like, I thought that was something Garcia needed, and Christian was great as always. So, yeah. Um, I, I actually, uh, next to high points, I have all three promos written down, but specifically the Garcia Christian one was my, I think the tops like that was just like i was glued to the tv for that it was all so well done uh it was just, and it, like the juxtaposition of going from you know the earnest baby face to what whatever the fuck it is christian's doing <laughs> james bond villain <laughs> like it, yeah. it, it was just like an opposites attract thing and i was like this works it shouldn't but it works so well uh then yeah my low points the uh the move of the night like I'm guessing they probably had it planned, but like, cause they went so seamlessly from the botch to it being the move of the night. I was like, I, I think that was just pre-planned and they didn't pivot. That did not look good. Not at all. Yeah. Like, like I said, I probably wouldn't have done it guys. Like, just don't do it for the week. I don't think people would have noticed, but maybe that's something TurboTax pays for. So they're like, you're doing it once, yeah. but do any spot in the tag match. Do the table spot in the tag match. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, overall, uh, I like how they are building to the pay-per-view. Um, they're doing an excellent job with that overall um, for Revolution. I'm really excited for it. I... And do you think they're going to put Sting and Darby uh, for the main event? I think they gotta. I can't decide. This triple threat is so hot right now. And especially if Swerve wins, wouldn't you want that to be the main event? I, It's kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, the very first thing they announced for this pay-per-view was this is Sting's last go. So I don't yeah. know. I feel, I feel like it's his pay-per-view. 
It's in the Greensboro Coliseum. They bought Ric Flair in specifically for Sting. You know what? Yeah, I think it will be. I think there'll be twists and turns. And especially if you do that Sting and Dart or Sting and Ric Flair match that I'm thinking, uh, you wouldn't really want anything to follow that, I guess, for, for better or for worse. So maybe it is the main event. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think it I think it it's fair. I think they've done the work, and I think uh, there's only one other match that could, and it's the title match. It's the world title match. So I think it'd be a good one. Um, One little bit of uh, wrestling news I thought of just now uh, related to what we're talking about. Uh, Did you guys hear Kevin Nash? uh, Sting invited him to be part of the 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 match or you know be there yeah but he had to turn him down because he's got a legend deal and uh. that would have been nice <laughs> that would have been nice i mean kind of poo poos any of those predictions we were having of like oh maybe they'll have a slight working relationship where cody could go down and someone could go up for a little spell and do a match or something but looks like yeah. if they're not even having legends appear at other legends retirement matches like Ugh. nothing's happening anytime soon yeah yeah i thought that was kind of kind of a shame uh apparently they're like really great friends and shit they've been working together for 30 plus years so uh yeah there's uh you should youtube it when uh kevin nash was um oz he had a match against sting when Sting was surfer, surf, neon surfer Sting. Wow, yeah. that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, Sting wrestled uh, Kane. Oh, uh, Glenn Jacobs in, w- in, in WCW. Uh, he, I uh, think he wrestled uh, Mean Mark Calloway. I too. was just yeah. about to say, was Mean Mark Callis on that list? Wow. What about so? What legends will be there? I'm assuming DDP. Probably Jake the Snake, Flair, obviously. Ricky Steamboat. It, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more AW. Um yeah, Bret Hart would be awesome. I think Bret Hart's on that Legends deal. But yeah. I would say great M- Muda. 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 Yeah. Um No Hogan. Robocop. Robocop. Oh, that would be what if okay, Flair is about to costing the match. And then Robocop comes out and saves Sting. <laughs> yeah, I think they could probably roll uh, Luger out there. May is he not on a Legends deal? I thought he just. I don't, I don't know. I thought they're trying to get him on a Legends deal. Like I've kind of heard that, but what about TNA people? Uh, not Kurt Angle or Mick Foley, but don't Booker T. No. Yeah, I heard, uh, sorry to derail it, but I heard Mick Foley wants to do one more death match for his 60th birthday. There's a lot of rumors that it's going to be John Moxley. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I, I, I get yeah, like him wanting to do another match, but isn't he on tape and bits of string, you know? But they, they wanted to do that Moxley match way back in the day in WWE, so... Maybe it will happen. Uh, 
but yeah, should be should be fun. Uh, hopefully, I have a lot of a lot of cool legends there for Sting. Conan, maybe he could probably be there. I hope we're surprised. Like, there's someone we're not thinking. Like, oh, I didn't know AEW got that guy. Like, maybe it will be Bret Hart or Kevin Nash. Shockingly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Buff Bagwell. He's got the stuff. <laughs> he sure does. Uh, cool. Yeah, uh, good build for the pay per view. Uh, we got Collision coming up. Uh, me and Chad will be reviewing that. Uh, yeah, fun stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of people are out there saying that AEW is having a cool-off period. Um, man, I just kind of feel like that might be mistaken for them just kind of not having as much drama going on as they used to i'd say january was a pretty cool month i'd I'd say that because not a lot was progressing but as soon as we started getting into february and like the ftr house of black feud was ending and all these other feuds were really picking up i would say we had a month of cooling off especially after the continental classic and how hot that was but now at least on the road to revolution like it does feel hot so yeah yeah no i think yeah, I think that uh, you know, you, they they reset a lot of storylines. So yeah, it might it felt chill for a minute while all, it picked up for the next pay per view again. Like, like even even in the WWE, you know, from SummerSlam to Rumble, it's always kind of boring. Like, yeah, that's half a year. Yeah. <laughs> so I think AEW getting a month of cool off. I think that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, now that Punk is gone, they don't have as much backstage brawling. Uh, that scapegoat neg- Jack Perry's gone. <laughs> yeah. He's the one causing all the beef. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like they're in a really good place. I, I, I feel, you know, an overall sense of good, you know, watching the product. Like, I don't, uh there are no like underlying like cringy aspects to aew that i have to tolerate just to watch the product you know like does that make sense yeah there's (laughs) there's some undercooked stuff there's some stuff that i wish was developed a bit more there are people i'd like to see more but all in all it's still pretty good like that's just someone who watches every week and has to review it like yeah, I would want to, to catch the match on every week, but that won't happen every week. So, yeah, and I feel like they're still only five years old. Like WWE's oh, been yeah. doing this for decades and decades, and I feel like they'll get some ideas, they'll try some new things, then they'll learn from it. So sometimes, like, ah, oh, that was weird. But then a few months go by and they're like, oh, wait, no, this is actually a lot better again. Like, so, you know, they they try shit and then they're like, oh, this worked, this didn't. But they're, they're always learning and always trying to improve, I think. Yeah, it's easy for people like us or Jim Cornette or whoever to backseat book. You know what I mean? Uh, especially with the power of hindsight that we have like yeah like it's not easy like sure you can be like oh that was an idiot choice or whatever 
but yeah, like it's not not easy. I would I would say, and this is pretty impressive. There's only one match in Revolution that I'm not looking forward to, and that's one match of what eight so far. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. What FTR? No, the Orange Cassidy and uh, Roderick. Oh. One. I'm not I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not but, either. I mean. You got the main event of the tag team match. Of course, I'm looking forward to that. The world title match, the TNT title match. You got the women's title match. You got, uh, what else? What else? What else we got? Have they announced? You got this meat madness that meat we're all madness. excited for. They've only said it like <laughs> twice and we're already hyped. Uh, to catch the Osprey. Holy shit. Kingston Danielson. Holy shit. Like, what? That's like seven. Ma- and then we got. I forgot. And they've all had good builds. FTR BCC, which could probably be fun, right? Like, I'm not stoked about it, but it'll be fun. So, yeah, kudos. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, everyone out there, uh, don't forget to leave us a comment. How do you feel about uh, Revolution and uh, the build we've gotten so far? Um, yeah, how do you feel about uh, the matches we think we're getting? Uh, yeah, don't forget to leave us a like, and uh, don't forget to subscribe, too. That would be really great. Uh, we're climbing. We're, we're getting there. We're getting little by little. I checked mid-show. Um, we're at 157 subscribers. Remember, we're just trying to get to 250 at the moment. I think we said we're all going to try the bomb. Or something uh, else? Last dab, I think. It last, was. Dab. last dab. Yeah, really hot, Which, but flavorful. Which is funny. Yeah, the bomb in uh, comparison is about 130,000 Scoville. Uh, disgusting and vile, and it kind of hurts. Uh, the last dab is, depending on the version you get, could be close to 2 million Scoville. Actually kind of delicious and doesn't suck so much. Oof. It's going to suck for me no matter what, but I, I'll do it for the people. So I'm looking forward to it. Ooh, you're the people's champ. Oh, Ooh. yeah. If you somehow, no, I'm not going into that. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think that uh, pretty much wraps it up. Uh, we did all of our news in the uh, front end of it. Uh, One one day at the end of our videos, we're gonna have questions Ooh. from our viewers Ooh. that we're gonna answer. I have a question <laughs> for you right now. Shoot question. Who's your favorite wrestler in AEW right now? Um Swerve. It's mm. a good answer. Mm. He's so fun in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot that he's in the game. So fun. <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough one. Mine swerve all day long. Yeah. For me, it's a really hard three-way tie between Joe, Takeshita, and Swerve. I almost want to give it to Takeshita because it's like no matter how much bad booking he gets, I still love him. So... But Swerve is so good right now, and Joe is so good right now. I'm gonna give it to Takeshita, my boy. I have to, but yeah. Uh, 
See, I like I like so many different aspects. Like pure in-ring wrestler, still Brian Danielson. Uh favorite character probably would have been Swerve, but Garcia's kind of coming up from behind. So, like, yeah, it sort of depends on like what I'm grading. But yeah, like in ring, still Brian Danielson. It's a fair shout. Yeah. He's had a great year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were, you know, a few minutes ago breaking down the pay-per-view. Like, I don't know how I like forgot all about Kingston Danielson match. Will Osprey to Keshta. Like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, those, those, those are going to be the subtle builds. Yeah. 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 Those are going to be the matches to look out for. Yep. For oh, yeah. sure. To Keshta Osprey is going to steal the show. Man, oh my god. Like, I feel sorry because it'll wait. probably be somewhere in, in the, the middle. middle, maybe the penultimate match, like right before the main event. And it's gonna suck to have to go after them. Oh, what um, will Tony Tony Storm? No, Tony, Tony Khan Tony Khan hasn't learned a thing about booking women yet. Ah, that's one of the hottest stories going in. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't and, say uh, it was right. I just said it's what he's gonna do. Yeah. Ugh. You guys are smarter than me at this because you've been watching since the beginning <laughs> so i gotta trust your guys's knowledge but i don't like it yeah yeah the women's match will come after that for sure um but yeah great build for the whole thing i'm really excited for it um yeah i always look forward to an aw pay-per-view i'm usually fortunate enough to get the day off and i just eat good food, relax, <laughs> enjoy wrestling. Yeah. So R- rare one. I'll actually get to take off too for a change. So Ooh. stuff myself silly with crazy bad food and yeah, part- partake yeah. in some, uh, so, so a little bit of a uh, RVD's favorite thing. And yeah, I think oh. I'll be working at the time. So I'll just have to race home and hope yeah. I don't get spoiled. I am going to tweet you so many fake spoilers. <laughs> I can't believe that Cody Rhodes just showed yeah. up. He <laughs> was he was Robocop the whole time. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm going to be too excited for this pay-per-view because <laughs> of our horrible booking. Never mind, Tony Khan. Don't steal from us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, we're getting Okada debuting. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We're totally getting Okada debuting during the Danielson oh, Kingston yeah. match, right? No, that'll be. Like I that. think that'll be big business, honestly. Man, I don't want them to take any of that spotlight from Mercedes. I want that whole episode. Tony Khan oh, does man. love him a good pay per view debut, though. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like it yeah. would be too perfect. Okada, dude, Okada and Danielson have that yeah. extensive history. Broken orbital bone or no? Yeah, broken and arm. broken, broken wrist or broken arm. Like God, oh, I can't wait! I can't wait! Ah, maybe <laughs> maybe Danielson wins the three titles off of Kingston, and then that's your next feud is Danielson Okada three for them titles. Did, did you oh, ever yeah, watch no, the, uh, the debut of uh, Danielson and and Michael Cole in the same night? Adam Cole, yeah, I've Adam seen Cole. It. Wow, what I do? Wow, Michael Cole. My, Michael. 
coal <laughs> I miners. mean, that would be amazing, too. All the coal miners coming yeah. out. What were they going to change Adam Cole's name to again? Because they, they didn't Keith want... Lee. And they were going to change his name to Bearcat, and Adam Cole was going to cut his hair and be his manager. That was the plan. And I thought they didn't want there to be two Coles, because Michael Cole is there. I thought there was another layer to that. Like, he couldn't be called Adam Cole anymore. I'm sure they would have just called him Adam, honestly. They would have just cut off Cole and given him a one name. That's his name, right? Or, like, his... That is real name. But, like, that's his, like, before... That's what WWE. they do. They're yeah. like, ah, nah, you're Butch. Yeah. Which What's they up, just Walter? I mean, Frankie Gunther. Monet. Gunter's fine now, I would say. I think that that's... one they pulled off. Yeah, but it's mostly because Gunther's the best wrestler in the world right now. So it's like, yeah, you'll just get you'll get over it. Yeah. Was the uh, the Nazi name they were gonna name him a while back? Weren't they gonna change his name? Do you remember that? Oh, I, remember I that. vaguely do, but I can't. I don't want to speak on it because I don't want to say something like that. But they have used Nazi stuff in the past. Like, I know in a promo, it was the promo they did for Rey Mysterio versus Dom Mysterio last year. They showed a little bit of Auschwitz, which is like, I think they what? used it as in like in lieu of a prison. So that was pretty bad. And then I want to say it was SummerSlam. They had like they have their CG thing that they do that's like cringe for almost all of the wrestlers they have it for. But for Gunther, it was these big long red flags, and at the bottom was like a black symbol that wasn't a swastika, but like but it could have been. It was whatever Imperium's logo is, and so it like literally looked like a Nazi banner. So they've definitely okay. been accused. I was confused. Okay, he used to be Walter, right? Yes, that was his name on the indies and his name in NXT. And then he went up to the main roster and they called him Gunther. Gunther's the uh, Nazi German convicted criminal that commanded something. <laughs> okay, so Gunther's the Nazi name. I, I thought the controversy where they're like, oh, we're not going to do that. But then they doubled down on it. I think Gunther's just, just a rolled with it. It's just a very Austrian German sounding name. It's not like Adolf, right? If right. they went with that, that yeah. would be awful. But like Gunther's pretty generic enough that I think yeah. they got away yeah, with yeah. it. It'd be like, I feel like if you named a character Ted and someone's like, what is that Ted Bundy? Ted Kaczynski? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, yeah. it's Ted. So. Yeah. God, why are we talking oh, about Nazis? Man. This is professional wrestling. Uh, we can thank uh, he who shall not be named. Chris Benoit. Oh, oh, too Ooh. soon. Thanks for watching, guys. Have a good night. <laughs> Where's my technical uh, difficulty slate? Uh, right. Uh, cool. Well, anyway, yeah, I think uh, that pretty much does it, huh? But yeah, we'll uh, be bringing you a collision, collision uh, review here uh, probably Monday or Tuesday. And uh, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you then. But until then, 
don't forget to elbow drop that like button, brother. Power bomb that subscribe button, and leave us a comment. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chandler. Love thank having you, you here. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Thank you very much for uh, watching and or listening. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye.